0: Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. Let's see exactly what Georgia might throw at Donald Trump. Here's former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. We're waiting for the uh, Georgia indictment. What's going to be different about the Georgia case compared to the federal case brought by Jack Smith?
1: Well, first of all, what we're hearing is that the Fulton County District Attorney may bring charges under Georgia's racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations RICO statute. Now, you know, the federal government has a RICO statute. We've all seen, you know, stories on TV and in the movies about it where RICO is used by the feds to go after organized crime. But Georgia statute is broader than the federal RICO statute. It can be geared towards any enterprise, not just criminal enterprises like organized crime. Uh, And it would allow the district attorney to bring in criminal statutes in Georgia that aren't directly tied to elections, such as making false statements and making uh, official certificates uh, and also charges of computer trespass having to do with them trying to access voter machine data.
0: Right, which – Brings up the objection of a lot of Trump supporters that charges like this uh, either duplicate federal charges or, or, or just could be considered just could be considered piling on. So when you think of racketeering, this this crime we're talking about here is basically a president, yes, picking up the phone and saying various false things to people. He he's not organizing a goon squad or anything. He's you know not. I mean, he's not well, asking for money or anything. He's not trying to steal anybody's business. He just – he all he wanted was votes.
1: Well, we know from reporting at the time it wasn't just about Trump's call to the Georgia Secretary of State asking him to find another 11,780 votes. Trump also pressured Governor Brian Kemp to hold a special election in Georgia. He pressed him to call a special session of the legislature to select electors who would support him he organized through his campaign a group of 16 georgia voters to serve as false electors for him who then submitted false ballots to congress stating they were quote duly elected and qualified when in fact they were not uh so there's there's a lot going on here that goes well beyond you know his uh, his infamous call to uh, brad
0: raffensburger mm. okay well i mean we we know those those things happen but the defense will say but you know no, he didn't get those votes uh, nothing really changed. Nobody was really uh, intimidated, except uh, well, those election workers who uh, ended up getting uh, personal threats. That's bad. But he's going to say it's free speech, right?
1: Right. That that will be the defense. He's you know Trump is pushing that defense. But in Georgia, there is no First Amendment defense against soliciting a state official to engage in conduct constituting a crime. Even if he had a genuine belief that he won the election in Georgia, it's not a defense because that does not give you license under Georgia law to ask state officials to engage in criminal conduct. Uh, And so he's he's still – that's not going to be a defense there, and it won't be a defense against the RICO charges either. So uh, it's it's powerful, and and, and as you and I have discussed before, under the scenario where he is reelected president and has the power to pardon himself, assuming that that would actually – be constitutional, he can't pardon himself for violations of state law that he's convicted of, only a federal law. And as you and I have discussed before, under the scenario where he is reelected president and has the power to pardon himself, assuming that that would actually be constitutional, he can't pardon himself for violations of state law that he's convicted of, only a federal law.
0: Now, in the Georgia case, Can she, uh, can Fannie Willis go for a gag order alleging that some of the statements he makes on social media could essentially be either witness tampering or intimidation?
1: I I think she could seek a gag order. We'd have to see whether or not the the state court issued it or not.
0: And how would you go about enforcing that?
1: Well, if if the court issues an order and you violate it, then it's contempt of court. Then you got another problem. You go to jail, right? Yes. Well, we've talked about before about reporters who've gone to jail for refusing to comply with court orders that they divulge sources, for example. You know, normally, if you violate an order of the court you're, and you're found to be in contempt of court and you don't correct that contempt, jail is uh, is an option within the court's power.
0: Wow. What interesting times. Don't you wish you were still Attorney General, Rob?
1: <laughs> not for this reason, no. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm not the... I, I don't... Like, the Attorney General of Georgia is a good friend of mine, and uh, he refused to he refused to give in to Trump's pressure. He supported uh, the Secretary of State, and the Governor backed him up with you know the legal resources they needed and with the correct legal analyses. and And of course, they tried to take Chris Carr out as AG, just like they tried to defeat Brian Kemp, and the and the MAGA people tried to take out the Secretary of State, and they were all reelected. So. Good on them, uh, you know, those those elected officials and and, uh, on the Georgia voters for reelecting three Republican elected officials who were trying to do the right thing.
0: Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Dave.